Revolutionary.org podcast coming your way, episode 498. Steve and the mobster joining you as always. What's up, buddy? How you doing? This is a good one. I love the name and I like the, the positives that this uh, particular item will bring to your training, to your life, people. Have a listen and see what you think. Very interesting one we're doing today. Our SARMs series continues, although once again, this is not a SARM, but it's sold as a SARM. And it's classified as a SARM by many. Stenobolic SR9009. So it is actually not a SARM. It's a Rev Herb A ligand. It means SR binds to this protein and makes it more active. So when you use this, you're going to get a lot of positive results, fat loss, crazy good endurance, and some other health benefits. But those are the two main purposes that we use it in, in the performance enhancing land in our fitness yeah to increase our fat loss and especially our endurance. And it works very well for that. Works very fast and very well for that. Yeah. Listen, at the end of the day, SR0, SR9009, originally developed by Scripps Research Institute. Thomas Burris gets credit for it. Um, you take it orally. There's no injecting. There's no tablet. There's no, none of that. Um, they do some some um, companies are making it differently. You know, they're making it in gels and they're making it in, in yes. capsules and stuff. But generally, it's orally taken regardless, um, either in liquid form or those forms. Very unique. Look, it's got a great influence to uh, make a lot of things in the body. Regulatory mechanisms change in the human body. Um, circadian rhythms, which mobster is going to get into later. Lipid and yep. glucose metabolism, fat storing cells, and microphages. So you're going to lose fat on it, and you're going to quickly increase your endurance. You'll notice that pretty, pretty quickly. So my experience with it, um, look, I like to take it about 30 minutes, an hour, maybe an hour and a half at the most before my exercise. And it really boosts my exercise, whether it's weight training, whether it's running, whether it's CrossFit, whether it's yoga, whether it's sex, whether it's uh, running, you know, um, bicycling and, and mountain biking and hiking and any any type of exercise, okay? Canoeing, kayaking, whatever, tennis, basketball, I can go, I'll do those. any type of exercise you're doing. Taking SR before is going to give you a boost in it, and it's going to give you that extra wind when you do it. It's not a stimulant. It's not a stimulant. Okay, it's not increasing your heart rate. It's actually helping you push more without your heart rate getting to maximum heart rate. So you're able to push more and push the envelope and it aids your heart. So it's like taking a V8 engine and putting it in a v V4 engine, switching the engines out. It's not going to be a stimulant where you take it and you get a lot of energy, your heart rate goes up and then you crash. No, that's not how it works. So it's in and out of your body system quicker than GW. That's the main difference between this and GW. So I'm going to give us your thoughts on it, and I'll kind of get into how it works and the, the geeky science behind it. So there's two things that spring to mind, Steve. When you're talking about the energy and, and the boost, how much of a boost, guys? So as per usual, when it comes to scientific studies, rats or rabbits or whatever, in this particular case, it was rats. And they literally was able to do endurance tasks for 50%. That's half as much, again, as they had before, Steve, which is, let's not muck around. A lot of the time in these kind of studies, it's one, two, three, four, six, seven, and sometimes it varies. 
that 50%, you can't argue with 50%, Steve. That is a massive, massive number. As an example, guys, let's just keep it simple and straightforward. That If I run 5K, this is about 3.2 miles, I'm running half as much again at 7.5K. So that's up around 4.5, nearly 5 miles. And that is a huge, huge... Imagine you go out one day, Steve, and you do a 5K, and then you have a couple of days off, and then you was a little bit winded, you was a little bit tired, you're quite a fit guy. And then you take some SR909, and it, it's, it's kicked in, it's, it's ready to rock and roll, and you go out and run again. And at the 5K mark, you keep going, and you run half as much again. That is a massive, massive increase. You're really, really, really going to notice that. The circadian rhythm that Steve referred to, it's quite simple, guys. This is the stuff that helps you go to sleep. You will sleep naturally longer in the winter than you will in the summer months. The sun, it affects your circadian rhythm. If you're asleep and the sun comes up and it's coming through your blinds, it's coming through your curtains, it drapes into your bedroom, it wakes you up in the morning and it keeps you awake later in the day in the long days of summer. So that's your circadian rhythm. It's different from growth hormone. Growth hormone boosts and growth hormone boosters deepen a more restful sleep. This is slightly different. This is enabling you to go to sleep in a way, Steve, when it's still bright. It's kind of making you want to go to sleep earlier. So it, it's one of those things that's a positive. Again, you and I talk about this quite a lot for ourselves on the forum, on podcasts, when we talk about the more restful benefits and the recovery that comes with restful sleep, deeper sleep. So a positive effect on the circadian rhythm is a positive thing, guys. Honestly, if, if your job requires you to be up or night, if you're a night worker, uh, you don't want something that's going to make you go to sleep in the middle of the night. But equally, and I use this comparison off air with Steve, uh, daytime workers versus nighttime workers. Nighttime workers tend to have more illnesses, more issues, to be more stressed, even if they've been doing nighttime work for absolutely ages. Some of you guys work shifts, and your circadian rhythm is going to be all over the place. You do an early start, you do a late start, or you do a night shift, and your circadian rhythm never gets to settle down. Something like SR909 will help you with that, adapting back to the new shift the new rotation. And again, some guys, it's one week of this, one week of the other, one week or so on. That really will mess up your sleep. It will make you tired. You won't be, night shifts very rarely put out the, the same amount of effort as a day shift will. So all of these kind of things, the same applies to your training, whether you're an early trainer or a late trainer, that all this stuff is important, Steve. And, and even training during at certain times of day will boost your growth hormone. So anything that like stenobolic that enables you and enables your body to adapt to different times is a positive thing against it. Back to you. All right. So let's kind of get into the geeky stuff on this one, Mobster. Um, you know, nobody really wants to hear this, you know, the geeky stuff, but we got to kind of learn how this stuff works. Okay. Because yes. if a friend of yours, you know, comes to you and he's like, oh, you're taking that starting zero, how does this stuff work? You don't want to look like an idiot, right? So let's kind of get into how it works a little bit. So what it does, since it is a rev ERB protein, or rev herb protein it activates yes. it binds to and it triggers a very wide range of processes in the body look the bottom line is the increase in mitochondria count in muscles and enhanced metabolism so you're going to have an increase of that you're going to notice a drastic improvement in endurance and look the studies that that we've seen monster and I you basically the rodents in the studies could run 50% more when they took yep. SR9009, both in terms of distance and time. So in real life, 
when you take it, you'll notice exactly what I'm talking about. Try taking it 90 minutes or an hour before you go for a jog. Instead of doing a 10-minute mile, you're going to do a nine-and-a-half-minute mile or a nine-minute, 20-second mile. You're going to be like in the, with the same amount of effort as you did previously. It's like, what the hell just happened? I've got more wind. And then when you're done with the mile, you're going to be like, wow, I can go another half a mile without feeling, feeling uh, winded. So, you know, if you've ever done intense cardio, you get that feeling in the pit of your chest that, you know, just that where you can't, you're sucking wind. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah. So when you take SR9009, you're not going to suck wind as much as you did before. You're just going to be able to push yourself more. It's just a big difference. And the same thing when you're lifting weights, you're going to be lifting weights and you're going to be able to feel like you're going to be able to go all day. It's not going to be a yeah. problem. You're on your eighth rep. Or on your 12th rep, and you're going to be like, you know what? I could push out one or two more of these. No problem. And that's that's kind of how it works. Yeah, I'm also chiming in. Something else, Steve, which I'll quote the study here. So it increased by 5%. And bearing in mind, guys, this would be medical dosages. And again, it's for, for rats. It's for the human studies. It's not for people training in the gym. An increase in energy expenditure of 5%, Steve, even when the user was resting. Now, in a medical situation, Steve, as you know, what that really means is patients, bed-bound patients are in hospital. They're not jogging. They're not hitting the gym. They're not on the bike. They're not rowing. They are, they're they bed-bound. They've got some horrible medical condition. So they're giving them SRs 9009, and what happens? They actually would – their expenditure was the same as though they were exercising to a moderate degree, and it meant that they could get leaner just laying there, Steve. Now, guys, as I said before, from a performance enhancement perspective, this doesn't mean that you should take a product like Cenobolic and just lay there and hope that you're going to get fit. Well, what it does mean is if your diet's on point and your training's on point and your rest and recovery's on point, then you're still going to get the additional 5% over and above you training, you dieting, you, you resting and so on and so forth. Steve. That's just going to essentially, to use the analogy that Steve used earlier on with the car, it's like having a turbo. It's like using nitrous it's adding something to the stuff that you're already doing you're already racing you're already training you're already rowing an additional five percent expenditure that's just going to mean for example that your diet's going to be better that you should be that little bit leaner to me that's that's an amazing thing steve and again as with most psalms or psalm like products they were always looking for something that gave you those benefits without side effects now, we're getting to that momentarily, but I've got to say, this is amazing, Steve. It's right up there, as we've discussed in previous podcasts with GW, in terms of you feeling more energy, as Steve says, that sense, that feeling of being fitter, and then to enhance the diet and everything else that you're doing by 5%. And that was just in the medical studies. Who knows what the percentage is for you guys out there in the gym? I, because they haven't tested it for that. They were, they were looking for patients with medical conditions. Once you look at the stuff stuff in our scenario, the performance enhancement, I, I would actually probably guess, Steve, it might even be a slightly higher percentage. And that's just a guess. Back to you. All right. So, you know, let's kind of get into the next thing, too. So, um, Mobster brought out there's some of, the, some of the things that we, we've noticed in the studies was um, the, 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 the help with, with heart health and yes. um, the triglycerides, plasma triglycerides. It improved by 12%. Total cholesterol improved by almost 
Wow. Mount astrified fatty acids, 23%. Plasma glucose, 19%. Plasma insulin level, 35%. So a lot of good benefits on, on, the, on the organs in the body. And uh, also pro-inflammatory psychokine, it's called. And it decreased that by 72%. So wow. that is beneficial for the reduction of inflammation. So now you see when you take this, how it can help you with endurance. Like inflammation is literally the the, the enemy of yes. endurance. Like if you're someone who any, every time you eat something, you get very inflamed. We see this a lot with guys that complain about, especially as you get older, you're running into a lot of food intolerances. You're running a lot of gut problems. See, this is very common with bodybuilders, especially based on their, their overabundant diets. Um, so SR will help with that. So that's why that's one of the key reasons, too, that you increase your endurance, mobster. It's not just the science that I talked about earlier of the, the yeah. mechanisms that SR changes, but it's also the anti-inflammatory benefits. You know, how are you supposed to go running and, and do a 5K, a 10K, a half marathon if you've got inflammation in your body? Doesn't make any yeah. sense. So that's that's one of the benefits for sure. So, um, look, at the end of the day, there's a lot of different benefits like that that you you would bet. But the, the two main benefits like we talked about are fat loss and the endurance with, with when it comes yeah. to bodybuilding uh, purposes. So mobster jump in like that and we'll kind of we'll kind of. Uh, dumb it down a little bit and we'll talk about some of the benefits uh, that we can get. Well, I was just going to say here, this is actually what I was going to address now, Steve, that medically speaking, one of the, uh, I'll, I'll, I'll keep it nice and simple as you say, for example, uh, a drastic increase in triglycerides and plasma glucose would be a huge help in type 2 diabetes, which is a massive, massive issue in, 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 in the first world, Steve, in terms of poor diets, lack of exercise and so on. And quite often it's fixed by better diets and training and looking after yourself more. So a product like SR9009 is going to help you with that. In addition, you're talking, as I said already, the benefit of being able to have these benefits without exercise, specifically, as I mentioned already, laying down in hospital, ill, unwell, perhaps, you know, issues, for example, with diabetes can be really, really bad, especially in type 1s, but with other medical issues, and being able to get the patient to start the healing process and recovery from illnesses from a, from uh, operations and so on and so forth, from trauma, while they're just lying there, Steve. And I don't just mean from rest and recovering, but literally, as I said earlier, when they're boosting metabolism, the, better, the, 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 the lowering of bad fats in your blood and so on and so forth, while you are just lying there recovering, not, not even getting out and doing some baby steps, not even going down to the health section of the hospital, just literally laying in bed, ill, recovering from illness, recovering from operation, and getting the benefits. And like I said earlier on, guys, that was in the medical side. Now you take that and then you throw in your better nutrition because that's what it should be. You're not eating junk food. You're hitting the gym. You're doing your cardio. You're out running like we talked about already. And you're seeing those benefits. Applying that to the gym is just where, as Steve said already, I, I, I just like the idea of you said already. I'll tell you what, I'll give you a very good example, Steve. Back in the day when my training was probably more moderate and certainly more moderate than now, I also used to jog quite a lot and I was semi-decent as a middle distance runner. And at my absolute peak of fitness, I would go to the gym, train 45, 50, maybe 60 minutes, come out of the gym. And I might chew the fat outside the gym with the guys before I went home. And my recovery in those days with the with the 5Ks, the two, three miles a day, et cetera, that I was doing, the miles, et cetera, the weekend, 
I'd chew the fat with the guys and I'd feel like I could go back in the gym and work out again. Nowadays, I love training. Steve knows I love training. There's no damn way I'd want to go in, hit legs, train, and then go back and hit legs again. It's just not going to happen. That's the sign of my age. I think there's also a little bit of a thing here, Steve, in terms of the pluses, with the slight anti-aging properties that we've already mentioned. So those things where your, your, your recovery is better, your fitness is better, will help with the anti-aging again, guys. And it's not just in terms of like growth hormone and growth hormone boosters where your skin tightens up, but that sense of well-being that comes with feeling fitter, Steve, and that enables you to go out and do some of those positive things that's going to help with anti-aging. So all of that is, is fantastic. And again, Steve, non-suppressive, I'm not seeing anything. I think in terms of side effects, which we can address now, none have been discovered to date. That doesn't mean there isn't any. It just means with the length of time this has been available, both in medical use and medical trials, uh, medical dosages, and in performance enhancing use, till now, I don't. I think there's. I haven't seen an example of a, a negative side effects yet. You might know better, Steve, but I believe that's the case. So here's the thing. You know, you got to remember, SR is a drug slash compound. It's not a hormone. Yeah. You know, so. Just like any other drug, abusing it, not a smart idea. The more you abuse it, the more it starts doing, becoming kind of productive in the body. So, you know, one of the side effects, if you abuse it for a long period of time, if you use too much, obviously it's going to cause some sort of organ strain. You know, that's just how it works. Our kidneys and our yeah, liver yeah, yeah. That's are any medication. Yeah, yeah, any medication. So that's really the only thing that you do. But if you use it properly, um, if you use it solo, you're not going to have much, you know, uh, negative, uh, negative side effects. If you use it stacked with other SARMs, you know, then obviously mixed together with, with other SARMs, or if you use it with steroids, obviously you're going to have side effects collectively yes. amongst it all yes. because you're putting different, different things in your body. So look how to use it. Now I love doing these podcasts cause I can kind of spread my ideology. Okay. To you guys and mobster, same thing. Mobster loves his probably one of the, the number we get to spread our ideology. We get to spread our own opinions. Okay. Which a lot of people may not agree with. And yeah. one of my um, ideologies when it comes to SR 9009 is I don't agree with how um, a lot of people say you're supposed to be using it because yeah. my experience with it, and in my history of being an endurance athlete, I was an endurance athlete as well, you know, as mobster was back when in our younger days. So I yes. have a really good understanding of how our heart rates work. I used to have a GPS watch. I strap a heart rate monitor to me. I, I studied the crap out of how my heart rate would adjust when I was doing a, um, when I was doing, you know, high intensity cardio, when I was doing, you know, I was doing a 200 meter sprint. Then I back off 200 meters and do a 200 meter sprint and back off as part of my yeah. training. And I kind of learned, you know, a lot about, you know, maximum heart rates and how our heart rates adjust and all this stuff to our training and some of the benefits and not benefits. So based on that, my way of running SR is different than a lot of these guys out there who kind of, I feel like a lot of times they're just copy pasting the same crap. Now they'll say, oh, you need to run SR909 every two to three hours as a short half-life. I disagree with that. I think the way you're supposed to run SR9009 is before your exercise. Any type of exercise you do, take the SR. 
and it's going to benefit you. If you're doing a road race, take it before your road race. It's going to benefit you, you know, instead of just taking it five times a day. Okay. Because it has a short half-life, just take, it's not a hormone. So there, it, it's not like it's building up in your system like hormones do. It's not like it has an ester attached to it like hormones do. So my logic is why the hell are you taking it every two to three hours on days you're not even training or on it's not even going to be in your system while you're sleeping anyway. So it doesn't make any sense. I specifically recommend using between five and 20 milligrams one hour to 90 minutes before your training or even 30 minutes before your training. You can add an experiment anywhere from 30 to 90 minutes before your training. This way it can benefit you while you are training, you see? And this way you can take advantage of it because if you take it before bed and you go to sleep, how the hell is that benefiting you before sleep? Unless you're just concerned about fat loss. And in that case, I would not use SR9009 for fat loss. I would use GW Carterine for fat loss. So I would specifically say the SR should be used primarily for endurance in 80 or 90% of users. And if you want to use fat for something for fat loss, you can either stack GW in there or just use GW instead. So that's my that's my kind of my ideology with how to best use SR9 zeros. If you want to take advantage of it, I just don't see the point, mobster, of taking something every two hours when it's not even going to benefit you. Um, yeah. It doesn't make any sense to me. And but you know, like I said, there is an argument to make. Oh yeah, it's going to benefit you because it's still going to help your endurance when you go train the next day, or it's still going to help your fat loss. But it's it's in and out of your system. That's a really short half life. So don't you want it in your system when you're actually training? You know, so I would take advantage of it that way. That's just my that's my opinion of how to use it. You guys can experiment and come on the forums and tell me that it helped running that that way, or you like running it the, the other way. So, Momster, chime in on that, and we'll kind of um, talk about how to stack it. Right, so I'll jump in here very quickly, guys. Quite simply, when you hit the gym, and I'm talking about both road running, training, running, trail walking, whatever else, as well as actual weights, weightlifting in the gym, you get a boost to your metabolism. That is a fact. And the idea, for example, I think Joe Weider talked about this, and in scientific studies actually backed him up for a change, was he decided to go to the gym, work out for an hour, and your metabolism is ever so slightly increased, kind of dramatically right afterwards, but drops down, but still above base levels, I believe somewhere between three or four hours. And that includes that first hour of training. So two to three hours after your training, you still have a small thermogenic, that's a fat burning, uh, cardiovascular increase, small amount, because you worked out. And a workout training is not the same as working in, in, in an office. It's not the same as working in a factory. It's not even the same as working down a quarry. It's a, it's far more, in, it should be far more intense. The other things can be moderately high, and you will feel tired doing them, But and, and they will, of course, increase your metab metabolic rate a small amount, but not the same as going to the gym, not the same as pushing yourself for a 5K run. Now, as Steve says, then to do that with something like SR9009 is going to boost it again. And even if you're laying in bed like we talked already and getting a boost, that's fantastic. Something else, Steve, and I actually did this back in the day, so I'll, I'll address it very, very quickly. Steve talks about the benefit to heart rate and that increase. Quite, quite simply, guys, so when I was running and lifting weights, my resting heart rate in the morning, I think Steve would have done the same, got down to 38. If your normal resting heart rate, I believe, especially in our age, 
between your age and my age, Steve, is around 80, somewhere between 70 and 80, but the average person, 35, 40. And when you get to 40, 45, 50, and, and 58 as I am, you're looking at 80, maybe 85. When you're when you're super, super fit, and I'm talking about my my mid-20s, 38 first thing in the morning, Steve. The other thing which we used to, we would do with heart rate and that increase in heart health, and an, an idea, a, a marker for our ability uh, and our fitness levels was, as Steve said, you measure your resting heart rate and then you measure your heart rate when you've run like the fucking clappers, as we would say over here, as fast as you possibly can, whether it's running on the running machine or running on the track or lifting weights like a, like, like a crazy person, and then checking your heart rate. Now, let's say for argument's sake, it's 140, Steve. One of the indicators of fitness is just how quick you recover back to a resting heart rate from 140 back down to the 80. If you recover quickly, then your fitness is on point. If it takes a while, then you might need to work on your fitness. And again, it's, there's lots of measures you guys can look these things up for what is ideal for your age, what is ideal for your body weight, where you should be in terms of your fitness if you're running middle distance, long distance, and so on. All of those numbers are out there. All of those athletes are keeping measures so you can do good comparisons. But a product like SR9009 is helping to boost your recovery. It's helping to boost your endurance. So make make a guys you can test this for yourself make some numbers now before you use the product then take the product and see the numbers change see the benefits see that rest and heart rate increase see your recovery after exercise increase and so on and so forth like i said and i, I agree with steve i'm always in favor in my mind whether it's any performance enhancing drug psalm or, or even uh, supplements of optimizing what your body does don't hit it with a sledgehammer. Just give it a gentle nudge. And again, long-term stuff as well. So I, I agree with Steve. I, I don't see the need, for example, as Steve says, to take it through the night for the purposes that I would use it for. If it's for fat burning, if you are actually in hospital, there's, there's a medical advantage, 100%. But in terms of, for example, boosting your performance in on the track or in the gym, it makes sense. So a few hours before, so that it's there, it's in your system, and away you go. Afterwards... No, I don't need to boost my performance afterwards. It's, it doesn't make any sense for me to do it in that particular way, Steve. So, yeah, pre, pre-workout. And I, and I don't much mean 20 minutes, half hour before, guys. A little bit longer than that, two to four hours beforehand, so that you are in that zone, so to speak, when you hit the gym. That I can see in terms of performance and harvesting purposes in a general way that we would see members using it versus something different. And again, guys, come to the you come and ask these questions. You might be a middle distance runner, you might be a jogger, you might be a marathon runner, you might be a tennis pro. You, not everybody that comes to a forum lifts weights. Some of them are MMA and so on and so forth. So that your needs and requirements will differ, and then we're going to give you different recommendations. More information you give us, the better, of course, so that we're as informed when we're giving you an informative answer back. Back to you, Steve. So just FYI with maximum heart rate, it's very easy to figure out. You just take 220 and subtract your age. So if you're 50 years old, you just take 220 minus 50, gets 170 beats per minute. That's your maximum heart rate. So obviously, yeah. as you get older, you're going to, quote unquote, get slower because you're not going to be able to hit as high as a maximum heart rate. So your RPMs aren't going to be able to spin as much, just like on an engine in a car. So, so and, and at the bottom line, your resting heart rate, Look, an athlete, those of you listening to this, no excuse why your resting heart rate should be above 65 or 70. The average adult, American adult, they say 60 to 100. Look, not for an athlete, okay? If you're an athlete, it should be 
lower, lower. you know, should yeah. be lower. If you're going to be in, in shape, um, don't even think about using anabolics. You know, if your heart rate is in the nineties, for example, that's just, that's just unacceptable. So look, at the end of the day, SR, I'm going to, I'm, I'm going to, yeah. Sorry, I'm just thinking of two things, Steve. Just yeah. use us as an example, right? I weigh this morning in the gym 315 pounds. It varies on this podcast, guys. That's because it varies in real life. 315 pounds on the scales in the gym, just as I am right now where we're doing this podcast. And I've done two tra- two, two, two uh, walks already. I think off the top of my head, it's going to be about 4,000 steps already. One before one right after this, uh, one before the gym, and one right before this podcast. I know that Steve is well into these kind of things, and my resting heart rate always comes back within range for my height, for my weight, and for my age, always. So in other words, I'm, relatively speaking, at my size, healthy. My heart is ticking over. Now, I'll give you an example, Steve. Eddie Hall, when he did that 500-kilo deadlift, was 419 pounds, and his heart weight went well over 200 and stayed there. You can see a documentary on this guy as well. It's like, like what it looks like. I think they've slightly overhyped the picture, Steve, with bloody eyes, certainly a nosebleed. He's got oxygen going in, and they're concerned with his blood pressure. And his heart rate stayed, I think, something crazy, like 200 RPMs beats per minute for 15 minutes after this, Steve. Now, I don't know about you, but you would have a pretty good idea of what your heart rate, your resting heart rate is, it's going to be very similar to mine, if not better. And that's because we look after our heart health, because we have got a good idea what we're doing, because we're getting out and we're doing cardiovascular work to keep our hearts safe. So like Steve, there's no excuse, really. Guys, you're all about performance enhancing. That's why you're listening. So you should be healthier. The healthier you are, the better the training is going to be. So anything that boosts that has got to be beneficial, Steve. So before Mobster takes us a disclaimer, just final... Let me just take a minute to tell you SR9009, as we said, it's not suppressive. It's not a hormone. You can use it on cycle with steroids, with SARMs. You can use it solo. You can use it in PCT. You can use it between cycles. You can use it as a bridge. You can use it anytime. You can just use it on days, you know, before you do exercise. If you go and work out twice a week, you can use it before your workout twice a week. There's no right or wrong way to, you know, to use it. It, you just want to use it before you work out. So it's in your system while you are working out, while you're exercising. How to stack it. The endurance stack that's the most popular going right now is stacking the yeah. SR with the GW, 20 milligrams a day, and then with RAD 140, 10 milligrams a day. That is the ultimate endurance stack. If you're training for a half marathon or marathon, or you're training for a 5K or training for a mile run, whatever. That is the stack. That is endurance stack. And you want to use the GW and RAD 140 on a daily basis, taking it once a day daily. And then you want to take the SR before your training. So that would be the endurance stack. And I would run that. Uh, you know, I'd run that. I'd go ahead and run that eight weeks. But, I mean, you'll notice a difference within a week on that stack with your endurance improving. All right. So it's it's really a incredible uh, compound. And it's why you see – you know, uh, athletes getting busted for, for these compounds because, look, they do work and they are cheating if you use them. So if you are mm-hmm. tested, you are cheating. You are a cheater. So you can talk, you know, we can discuss the moral implications of that or whatever on another day. But the bottom line is if you're tested, be careful because they are testing for these compounds. So, Mobster, take us into the disclaimer. Great show. 
I'm just reminded one one little thing here, guys, before the disclaimer. So sometimes we, on the forums, we'll see people come on and say, I play tennis with my buddies or I play squash with my buddies and I'm looking for an edge. Boom. Here we go, Steve, with the, with the endurance step. Because here's the thing, guys. Even if I mean, you don't have to be a great tennis pro or a great squash pro, you don't have to be the best player in the universe, especially if your buddies are about the same level as you. But imagine this. So you take some SR9009, you do the endurance step. Now, when they're flagging, you're still going to have energy. Your heart rate's still ticking over lovely. Your recovery between games is better. Their asses are hanging out, as we would say here in the UK, Stephen. Here you are, smashing it, same as when you started. You was They were on par with you to begin with, but now let's hope it's a 50-50 game. Now you've got the edge because now your endurance is kicking in where they're flagging. Definitely something that's going to give people in that situation an edge, Steve. And we get people coming on the forums asking for this quite a lot. I, I just thought one of the last couple of days, which is why I mentioned it. Literally, I think they said they're playing tennis and they're looking for an edge. SR9009 is going to give you that edge. So there you go, guys. There's a bonus for you 100%. Please note, we're not doctors and the opinions on this podcast are hours and hours alone. It's our view and it's based on our experience and views on the topic. A podcast for informational purposes and entertainment only. The freedom of speech and the First Amendment applies.